fucking three minutes. That was two minutes, 38 seconds, mate. Sort out your fucking alarm, whatever this is on this. Come on, fucking three minutes. Got the clock in front of me, you cunt. Anyway, this phone call, anyway, rings back, B. You want to say that? Anyway, rings back. Just, just to tell you, just to clarify what I was talking about. Everything's crusty. Keep the show rolling. Harrison's crusty. Do your fucking twat. Everything's sweet. You're both a pair of gamers, alright, ladies? <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Second run. Yes. You listen to the sick one on the sick and wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags! Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for anti-social commentary. One of your hosts, Simon, and I'm Harrison. Harrison, we're on a schedule here today. I know. Got to fucking bust this one out. Yeah. This is like there's no dilly dallying. You know, <laughs> there we was gotta, a little like, bit of dilly dallying. There was a like. little bit of dillying, yeah. a little bit of dallying. Yeah. Um, but we got to get straight to business mm. and, uh, and, and move along here with this podcast because I'm on schedule today. Got to go see Slayer tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually, I'm not thrilled about it. Okay. Um, I kind of feel like I'm... You know what sucks about this whole Slayer show? Mm-hmm. I love Slayer. Great yeah. band. Uh, their current incarnation of Slayer, the current lineup, it's only two original members because Hanneman died and they fired Lombardo. So you have Gary Holt from Exodus on guitar. And you have uh, Bosaf. Why'd they fire Dave Lombardo? I think it was like a, he complained about not getting paid equally. I see. And so they're like, you're out of the band. And they brought Paul Bosaf back in. Huh. Who used to play in the 90s. The guy's a yeah. great great drummer, too. It's weird because the only guy whose name I know in that band is Dave Lombardo. Well, Tom Mariah, Kerry King. Tom Mariah's a singer. I, I get, yeah. No. Uh, the only the guy Kerry King, hand. the guy covered with tattoos. Nope. Nope. All right, well, anyway, those two yeah. guys are the original members. I've seen the band like seven or eight times, though, mm. so I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really care. But my buddy Casey, who, uh, I don't know, this guy always does this shit. Did mm. this with Guns N' Roses last year, too. He buys tickets for expensive shows, mm. invites me when I'm drunk, and I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it'd be fun. Mm. And then I forget all about it, because I don't see that guy that often. Mm. And then, sure enough, day before the show, so what time are we hanging tomorrow? Go to the show. And I'm like, what show are we going to? Yeah. He's like, Slayer. I'm like, oh, fuck. And so it's Slayer, Lamb of God, and this band Behemoth. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see Behemoth because they're this black metal band I've never seen before. But Lamb of God, is, is they kind of remind me of like sort of Pantera, like the, yeah. like tough guy metal. Yeah. And uh, whatever. I mean, they're a great band. Very talented musicians. I know we were saying that Doc Coyle actually filled in for uh, the did. guitarist. Yeah, for That's, a whole tour of theirs, yeah. Which is pretty uh, impressive because, uh, rather impressive because, I mean, they, those guys are very talented musicians. I just feel like the sound that they make mm. isn't all that appealing to me. So, whatever. I've seen them before, too. But, um, but anyway, the show's expensive, too. It's like 80 bucks and it's at the Forum, which is in Inglewood. So, it's not even, you can't even like take a like a train there or anything an no. uber would cost like 40 bucks to get there oh yeah and it's also through the ghetto so casey's like oh we could just take a bus yeah i'm like ah so i'm just annoyed so anyway i said to him i was like you know dude i'm not really that into the show can you get anybody else to go he's like no no one else wants to go <laughs> and i was like well you know what i just looked on StubHub and they're selling tickets because this show sold out a while ago. Mm. I was like general admission floor seat because he has floor tickets because he mm. bought them like right when they went on sale 
Four tickets, $630 a piece. That's how much they're selling for. He wouldn't sell them. He's not Jewish, right? He's not Jewish. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because that's the thing. Like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, Slayer who? Yeah. yeah. $630. Who that's $1,200. Yeah. yeah. He said, he's like, I don't know. I really want to see Slayer. I'm like, you can make $1,200. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, it's, I don't know. Can you sell yeah. tickets? Like, you know, hard tickets? That they, I was like, yeah, you could do whatever. They, that's what StubHub's made for. Yeah. You upload the barcode. He, he said he's like, I try and I couldn't figure it out. Mm. I don't think he tried. I think he really wants to go to Slayer. So now I'm forced to go to Slayer tonight, which is fine because it'll be a fun show. But it's like, I don't know. I, I just can't believe this guy would pass up an opportunity to make 1200 bucks. That's like your rent. Did you tell him he could make up to $1,200 a week on Google? Can he do it on the Google? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> with Google AdWords uh, or something? Yeah, according to the internet. You can do that now. Whatever. I think mm. that's what it is. He's a non-Jew. He's a goy. And mm. in a goy mindset, they're like, yeah, I don't care. It's 80 bucks to go see Slayer. It's fine. Mm. But he's not thinking about the bargain. Yeah. You know, the money no. that could be made. No. Whatever. They'll like spend $200 extra on a TV and not yeah. even think about it. And not even think like, about what it. What the fuck? Instead of shopping yeah. on You can go to Fry's. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> when they're having a sale, a Labor yeah. Day sale. Yeah. God, I just don't get it. 1200 bucks up. Who the fuck? That's the thing with LA because he was like, no one's going to pay that much. Dude, in Los Angeles, you have trust fund kids that don't give a shit. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Like, I had tickets. I was kind of bummed I had to miss the show, but I had tickets for Nick Cave. This is like a couple, a few months ago. He's playing at the Greek. Sure. I was going to go, but then we ended up having to go to San Diego, family thing um, for my girlfriend. So we had to miss the show. And so I was kind of bummed about it. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I'll see what, what I can get on StubHub for the tickets. Do people are selling. And our seats weren't even that great. They're in like the second section back. People were selling for like 450 bucks a piece. I sold two Nick Cave tickets for $800. Ooh. I know. Crazy. Yeah. And so I was like, who the fuck would pay this? And I'm thinking, it's Los Angeles. People just have money. Mm. Yeah, there's like trust funders that just don't care. Yeah. You know, it's like a night out for them. 800 bucks, who cares? So like, I bet you Slayer, people would probably be like, yeah, I want floor seats and I'm willing to spend up to $1,200 for two tickets. Well, but this guy wouldn't take advantage of it, so now I'm forced to go to that show. Anyway, moving on, because we're on a schedule here. I read something funny in the internet this week. It's often, oftentimes, this is, we, we live in amusing times. Right. I mean, everything Donald Trump says is rather amusing. Yeah. And not to mention his entire administration. Yeah. Um, but this one doesn't involve Trump at all, which I'm sure a lot of fans out there will probably be happy right. about. Um, this involves someone, I, I, I would say, like equally as funny. John Popper of Blues Traveler. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that band? Oh, of course, yeah. You know, I never liked them. Wait, I, I, I actually get them mixed up with the Counting Crows. Like, I try to hear it in my mind. and I just Another hear that, band I hate. I just hear the Counting Crows song. Well, so I think... Blues the, Traveler was like... All I, remember, I remember him playing the harmonica. Harmonica. Yeah. Fat guy with a harmonica. Yeah. That's why I always remember Blues Traveler. I can't even name a song. But yeah. they were popular mid-90s. Right. But the, the thing is with them that set them apart is you had like a guy that was like 400 pounds playing a harmonica. Right. And then you got Counting Crows, this skinny white guy with dreadlocks. Yeah. Who um, I used to get mistaken for all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it made me develop this like deep-seated hatred for that guy. Still hate him to this day. All right, moving on. That, that, um, that, <laughs> that, that Blues Traveler guy, though, he produced a lot of sweat. Oh, yeah. So much sweat. He, he was... So much sweat. 
I just thought, like, just looking at him, like, he just, mm. like Meatloaf. I used to get disgusted looking at that guy. <laughs> He's just a disgusting guy that to yeah. watch on stage, just yeah. fat and sweaty, and bellowing out music. Blues, John Popper, Blues Traveler, same thing. It's yeah. just like, dude, you're too fat to be in a rock band. Yeah, get off the stage. Mm. Like, go do prop comedy or something that's still sweaty that's yeah still well that's fine business. though but uh, like chris yeah. farley it's like you can mm. be as fat as you want and you're mm. still you'll still make me smile mm. uh john popper though he just made music that should never have been made yeah like blues traveler no one needs to hear that no but apparently that guy still has some rabid fans okay i i'm surprised i'm surprised as you are because i thought i had forgotten about well, that he was band kind completely. of in that whole genre of like Dave Matthews band jam bands jam bands jam bands yeah Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a guy at work who is uh, about our age Mm. Um, he went to uh, he was really big into the spin doctors Mm. uh, counting crows blues traveler and so he was saying to me he's like what are you too cool to like that music? I'm like, no, it's not a, a, a it's not like the fact that I'm too cool to Mm. like the music. It's I don't like music that sucks. Yeah, and like fish. Blues Traveler, Spin Doctors, County Crows. There's a whole slew of bands from that era that just sucked. It was, I don't say it was as bleak as like the rap metal of the late 90s, but there's a lot of music that came out like, what, 1994, 93, that was just god awful. You know, I, when I came in to do this podcast today, I was not expecting to have to take a, a bold musical stance from 1996. <laughs> when I walked into the to the house here, I was not expecting it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, unexpected. Do, do you remember though at that time, like people would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to Blues Traveler show," and yeah. they'd like have their fucking reggae hats on and a hacky sack, <laughs> devil sticks, devil sticks. Those yeah. were those things <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you, thing you put the. Oh god, yeah, yeah. it was just like yeah. I remember in college just mm. hating it, and mm. unfortunately, I had dreadlocks. I was one of the, mm. the only white guys with dreads. And uh, I, but I was like, you know, ministry skinny puppy, like mm. dyed black dreads, didn't matter. No. So as people see me, they'd be like, hey, man, mm. you're going to see Counting Crows? You look like that guy. And I was mm. just like, fuck you. Yeah. And fuck your spawn. I hated that guy. Anyway, this is, this is funny. So some dude decided, just some random guy decided to make fun of John Popper mm-hmm. from Blues Traveler on Twitter. Okay. And, it set Popper off. Hmm. He's obsessed with doxing this guy. Huh. It's it's really funny because I you know it, it gave me so many ideas. I'm like God. I never really thought about this, but maybe I should go after the County Crows guy on Twitter. Yeah, and make him angry. But it has to be the right type of person who's willing to engage. Right. But apparently Pop- Popper must not have anything to do, and is obsessively what googling himself. Well, yeah, no, a lot of these guys are, and, and uh, I mean, I mean, I know Smash Mouth in particular. If you they tweet engage. at them, if you say, you know, you you only you you guys were only famous because that song was in Shrek, they will tweet back at you and say, like, no, this was actually a number one song before the movie Shrek came out. They will make a point of saying this back to you. But do they get? But do they like hurl vitriol? Like, do they get? They get upset about each it. other, and I, like, I don't. I don't think they get that personal that attacks. I don't think so. Popper does. Hmm. Popper goes off. Hmm. So um, <laughs> the only thing stopping the drug cartel, the Zetas, from going after Forrest Rutherford's house is the likelihood that nobody in the Mexican mafia really cares about 90s one-hit wonder Blues Traveler. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is from uh, the Daily Beast. Uh, one of Blues Fla- Traveler's fans was actually threatening to call the Zetas, the Zetas, the Mexican drug right. cartel, and send them to th- to this guy's house, this guy who's been... Uh, a Kentucky resident, um, Forrest Rutherford, 
who uh, I guess has been the target of a weeks-long harassment campaign propagated by John Popper, uh, the singer of Blues Traveler. And so this guy's like, Daily Beast contacted this guy, and this guy's like, I just want it to stop. But the fact of the matter is, Rutherford's, you know, is obviously also complicit in this. I mean, he's he was, you know, taking the piss out of Popper yeah. on Twitter. You know, he's like, you're going to troll somebody on Twitter. You should expect, you know, retaliation. Popper, or I think Popper kind of went a little above and beyond. I mean, he's posting aerial photos of the guy's house. And right. Pictures of his driver's license. I, yeah. don't, I don't know where Popper got this info. Yeah. What is he, Streisand? Jesus Christ. He's an internet sleuth. Yeah. I, I'm not quite sure. Hmm. So what happened? Uh, it all started because Rutherford, who posted under a pseudonym until Popper out his identity, uh, started the feud in 2014. Hmm. I guess uh, BuzzFeed writer Katie Natopoulos referenced a rumor about Popper on Twitter. The singer found the tweet and replied with lewd remarks about it. And uh, that made Rutherford jump into the conversation. Yeah. So we looked, we did a little research because I had not heard of this. But what, what exactly did Katie Natopoulos post in, on BuzzFeed? Um, <clears throat> she said that uh, surprisingly little information on the internet regarding the legend that John Popper was too obese to masturbate. Apparently that's a legend. <laughs> Wait, there's yeah. a rumor that says he's too fat to masturbate. Yeah, yeah. Or he you know, was at some point. You know, I would say there's probably some truth in that. I mean, the guy's like, the guy's like 400 pounds. Yeah, it can be it can be difficult. Well, I mean, it's tiring. Yeah, I don't know. He's got to like lift up some. Yeah, you know, flab to find his uh, genitals. Yeah, it's probably difficult. I don't know if you could be too fat to masturbate though. Mm -hmm. Couldn't you just lie on your back? I guess, but it's like you. Could, yeah. But I, I think what it is, he's probably just like, you know, he's tired from playing the harmonica all day. He doesn't have time, you know, to uh, yeah. to wank. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he responded and he said, uh, I really am getting turned on by you girls researching the subject th so thoroughly, though. Eggplant emoji, clapping emoji, tongue sticking out emoji. Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. Yep. So uh, he's getting turned on on these girls. uh investigating this claim yeah yeah investigating wow. his masturbation habits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i guess yeah. uh rutherford jumped in here and mm. with some barbs of his own i'm mm. not quite sure what he said yeah but it it definitely pissed off popper mm. it set him off um rutherford said he believed tensions had cooled mm. when he congratulated popper on becoming a father in 2015 mm. but uh the blues traveler star recently became more hostile because apparently I didn't even know you could do this either, but Rutherford created a Twitter bot. Yeah. This is how much of a fucking noob I am with, yeah. with Twitter. I, I kind of hate all the social media anyways, but, but this guy, he's tech savvy here. He created a, a bot which tweets under the name AssBot. Hmm. Uh, gained notoriety last summer when a friend uh, who created the bot programmed it to instantly tweet back each time Donald Trump posted on Twitter. Yeah. So it would just respond back to Trump. Which any, is nonsense. Any script kitty can do that, D. I don't know where you've been. A where have you been? kitty. Yeah. <laughs> we should make a sick and wrong bot. Can you do that? Yeah. You know how to do that? I, I've never done it, but I'm sure I can figure it out. I, you yeah. know what we should do? Mm. Anytime Mike Huckabee makes a tweet, the sick mm. and wrong bot will post a picture of Goatsy's asshole. That, I think that's a good way to get banned. Banned from you, Twitter? I don't think you can post Goatsy's asshole on Twitter. You can't. So I'm pretty sure you can't do that. I'm all right, then ahead. let's make like some kind of nonsensical remark back to Huckabee, or just make a version of Goatsy where instead of a gaping asshole, it's like a birthday cake. How about you can make the Goatsy cake though? 
Have you seen the goatsy oh, birthday yeah, the cake? cake? Yeah, I have seen the cake. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. All right, yeah. we'll do yeah. that. Um, or if a fan wants mm. to do that, contact us. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. I'd much rather have you. We'll guys send do you it. a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess the followers, yeah. uh, Trump supporters, got mm. really pissed mm. off mm. and would reply to Asbot mm. all like several times before they were realizing mm. they were actually arguing with a Twitter bot, yeah, instead of a real person. Mm. But uh, Popper <laughs> discovered one of these incomprehensible <laughs> sentence fragments yeah. from Asbot. There used to be this. I, I think they might have they might have banned it, but there used to be a Twitter bot that if anybody tweeted anything with the word roads in it. Would, like R-O-A-D-S or yeah, roads? it would tweet back, roads, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> Just anybody who said the word. Yeah. I want to I yeah. go after Giuliani and Huckabee. Yeah. So maybe anytime mm. they use a certain word in mm. a tweet, mm. they get the goatsy birthday cake. Okay. All right, that mm. worked. Um, so Popper discovered one of these uh, sentence fragments uh, because he was probably searching his own name on Twitter. And it responds like, I guess there's like a gibberish tweet with a popper in it with the word chestnut. Hmm. And it just set him off. And uh, so, yeah, he, he, uh, he went nuts. Popper went to his Facebook page, posted uh, Rutherford's personal information, a picture of his driver's license. Uh, Rutherford said, you know, on his Facebook post, it said, I was a danger to his family and a stalker. And that caused the Blues Traveler fans to mobilize against him. So now the Blue, Blues Traveler fans are threatened to send the Mexican Mafia after him, which amazes me that Blues Traveler fans would even give a shit. Yeah, and why would the... What, how are the Mexican Mafia going to... What, what do they care? You know? I, <laughs> I don't know why the Mexican Mafia would okay. care. Right. But so Rutherford had to tell his own family. I mean, this guy mm. has kids too. He said, listen, nothing's going to happen. Mm. It's okay. I don't think people care enough about John Popper. Yeah. But apparently they do. Hmm. Um, he doesn't think that any other members of Blues Traveler are involved in this harassment campaign, um, but he thinks Popper's doing most of the photoshopping and the research himself, which is probably true because I think Popper has a lot of time on his hands. Like, yeah. what else does that guy do? Does Blues Traveler even tour anymore? I don't know. I, w I wonder, you know, they probably do like those 90s nostalgia tours where it's yeah. like, a, like seven bands will play. Yeah, I guess. You know, so. and I don't think Blues Traveler so can sell out the Palladium. You know, or how's something. that guy mobile, to be honest? Ugh, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, he probably has a fat guy chair. You know, one of those amigos. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think so? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a picture of him in a long right, time. Yeah. Um, I have to look look it up. Uh, so anyway, Rutherford said he hopes Popper will just stop the harassment overnight. Mm. Not unlike the fame of a certain '90s blues pop band. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says truth is stranger than fiction. It's a good story as long as I don't get hurt or anything. Mm. You know, to be honest. This guy's a troll too. Yeah. So you're trolling somebody, and now you get a uh, you know you, you 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 get him retaliating against you and trolling you back, and you can't take it. So I don't have I have very little sympathy for anyone involved in this story. Right. However, it's given me some ideas. Okay. I think uh, I think we should do a uh, a Twitter harassment campaign ourselves. Okay. Maybe not a Twitter harassment campaign. How about mm. just some online mockery of someone who you don't like? Sure. You know, but but the thing is, you got to find somebody like that's why Popper's perfect because he's a bit obscure, especially mm -hmm. now. No one remembers the guy. Most people. When's the last time you thought of Blues Traveler? I haven't thought about Blues Traveler in I don't know a couple decades. Yeah, I haven't really thought. It's about been a long it. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of you know he's faded from recent memory. But people do, you know, people can recall it. Oh yeah, it's the fat guy that played harmonica. But the thing about John Popper, he's perfect because he's willing to engage. 
That's true. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, you know, like a lot of politicians I would love to to mm. to ridicule. But those guys get ridiculed relentlessly mm. all all day. And you probably thousands of people tweeting to him. Like have you do you ever do you follow Huckabee on Twitter? Well, um no, I don't. See, I barely use Twitter. I like I I never use it. I'll see, be honest. I, with you. I, I, I like Twitter it. a lot. Okay. Twitter What's cool about Twitter, if you, especially like it's an mm. easy way to flip through news stories, mm. so you can find news stories. But also, you can find about like like you follow like you know Tim and Eric, like Tim Heidecker. He'll post like, "Hey, I'm DJing tonight at whatever," so you can find out about events like that. Okay, or like comedians and shit like that. But what I like doing is I like following Huckabee Trump, obviously because he's hilarious, um, and uh, like the Nuge Ted Nugent. That's somebody I'd like to go after. But Huckabee, every time that dude tweets about anything, he gets like a thousand responses from people being like, you suck. You're the worst Christian ever. Mm. But then he also gets people to be like, Mike Huckabee, you're the best. Mm. So it's, it's just funny to read the comments, sure. you know, and all this stuff. Um, but I think with Huckabee, there's no way he's going to see your, your comments. No, you know, you tweet to him. Um, he's probably not going to see it because he gets so many. He gets inundated. Right. And same with like Giuliani. I mean, I've been Mooch. tweeting mean things at Donald Rumsfeld for years and years and years. Cause it makes me feel better. Did you ever get a response? No, no. You no. need somebody who's willing to engage. Yeah, but it's John ma- Popper. Still makes perfect. Me feel better. You know? Well, mm. yeah. Believe me, I'm not saying. Mm. I'm not trying to convince you not to tweet to Huckabee or Chris Christie. Okay. Chris Christie, though, he potentially could respond. However, he's another guy that gets like thousands of tweets to him. Right. Especially at this point, because Chris Christie just stopped giving a shit about anything. Right. I think he's in his what second term as governor. It's winding down. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's yeah. closing state beaches, and then his fat ass is just sitting on his own <laughs> private beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm looking through here, and I'm trying to figure out people who I'd love to uh, to start an online feud with. Obviously, my number one would be Vincent Gallo. There's no real reason why. Well, I guess there's a couple of reasons why I hate that guy. He uh, did kind of co-opt my fashion choices in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, I just kind of hate him. But... He doesn't really have much of a Twitter following. He's got like 4,000 followers. It's nothing. Right. And I, he doesn't post regularly. No. Ted Nugent, that's another guy that I also hate him as well. But he's another one that doesn't, he tweets like, you know, a couple times a year. So it's like, a, what's the point of going after Nugent? Right. So then I was thinking, you know who'd be good and probably be willing to engage? Rob Schneider. Oh, yeah, he would be, I think. Yeah, Because Robert right. Schneider's just kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. You know, he made a, a series of just terrible movies. Um, I guess he was kind of funny on Saturday Night Live, but you know he's like a major conservative now. He Big is. Big Trump supporter. Yeah, and he goes on TV and, yeah. And he's just, yeah, he's just kind of a dick. Um, I, I wouldn't mind going, that He would be somebody that you could just make fun of, and I bet you no one, no one really thinks about Rob Schneider anymore. Right, and I think he's been just living... For like a decade, basically just been living off of Adam Sandler's table scraps, you know, so. <laughs> so I think Rob Schneider might be the perfect one. What about uh, PewDiePie, that guy? I mean, he's a good target. He hates the Jews, right? He's yeah, he's Swedish an anti-Semite, guy. Yeah. He doesn't like the Jews. But is he um, like another one that's like, uh, people probably tweet to him all the time, hateful probably. things. Yeah. And he probably wouldn't engage. Most likely. Maybe. Um, you mentioned this guy, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. I forgot about this, dude. What, I don't know much deal? about him. All I know is that I see, ad, whenever I am go to a small airport, I see ads for his shows because he's always playing at Vegas. He's, he's a ventriloquist, right? Yeah, he does. He's yeah, got the he puppets. does puppet comedy. I hate that. Yeah. And I've never even seen his comedy, but I just, I just, 
I see him with the puppets and it upsets me. I just see a picture of him with the puppets. I don't like it. I don't like it. What about uh, Gallagher? Nah. You think he's just too... You know, what is he doing? He's leave, leave Gallagher alone, guys. You know? <laughs> Come on. Let's, All right, no Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I mean, he's got... Uh, he was in... Well, he was in... Uh, what was that? Uh, God, it was terrible, too. Uh First season of that's True Detective. True Detective season two. Oh, yeah. That was it was god awful. Yeah. Was I think so it was bad. the last big, big thing he did. And it was the interesting thing about that guy is like every year, like there'll be one year and he just got like serious vodka bloat. And then the, <laughs> and the next year he'll be in a movie and he'll have, you know, he'll have gotten his shit together and you won't have it. And then next year he'll, it'll be back. Your women find that guy attractive. They do. I remember uh, I was dating my ex. With or without vodka bloat. In uh, San Francisco, mm. she worked at like a makeup counter or something mm. at like Nordstrom's, and she was hanging out with all these like hot makeup chicks that she worked with. And we were going to the Redwood Room, which is like a fancy bar in the hotel in Geary, in mm. San Francisco. So we we're over there, and I was like, "Why are we here? Because it's expensive too. It's like an expensive hotel bar." You know, the Jew in me was like, "We got to pay twelve dollars <laughs> for a vodka soda." It's yeah. like fucking not even top shelf vodka. But anyway, we're sitting there and I was like, why are we here? And she's like, because Vince Vaughn's here with Sean Penn. And these girls were so excited yeah. about the two of those dudes. And so we're sitting there just standing so they could look at Vince Vaughn and Sean Penn. And I noticed to the right of me, none other than Rob Schneider sitting really? at the table by himself. And so I was like, yeah, you guys are like sitting here crooning and, and gushing mm. all over Vince Vaughn. But look who's right here, Rob Schneider. Yeah. And he kind of looked over at us and they're like, who? Mm. Like Rob, Rob Schneider, Animal yeah. Man. Yeah. And they they didn't even care. <laughs> was he actually in a movie called Animal Man? Yeah, I remember where he like no. would all of a sudden become like a gorilla and run like a gorilla and he had the... Like the Marvel, like the DC Comics no, hero? Was animal Boy. Something okay. Animal. Maybe it was Animal Man. It was something where he would I become like an animal. I hope... Okay. Oh my God. It wasn't the, uh, yeah. the Grant Morrison character. Okay. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, it was, it was like yeah. Animal Guy or Animal mm. something. It was mm. a terrible movie. All right. Um, Rob Schneider is Buana Beast. <laughs> what was it? What did South Park do? Rob Schneider is a stapler. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. 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 Um, Rob Schneider might be too easy of a target, but I do think he'd be willing to engage. Yeah, he would. Vince Vaughn, I think, would be kind of funny. He's like mm. a, a hardcore conservative, too. Um, Paulie Shore. Uh, he's on Tinder. You know, you can Is find he? him on there. Yeah. He's on Tinder. Eleanor told me she sees him on there every now and then. God, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. Has she ever went on a date with him? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. What about yeah. Tim Allen? He's fun because he, you know, he was. A I kind of like that guy though. He was a coke. Why do you like? Why do you like him? Know, what do you like? like a the big Santa Claus. I mean, I guess the you know he was a cocaine trafficker. What was that movie he did with? Uh, it was like a parody of like their space. They were like oh Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I like that, that movie. That was good. That's all right. It just annoys me that he's like he's very conservative now. Oh, is he? He's a hardcore conservative. Yeah, and it's like, how are you going to be a cocaine trafficker, and then you know basically you know not do do serious prison time because you're white and end up becoming conservative? Like fuck you. You know, I didn't know he is a big kind of conservative. Yeah, he is. All right, Tim right. Allen's on the list. There you go. He might be getting the goat. Although I cake. might be mixing him up with 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 Craig T. Nelson. Am I mixing him up with Craig T. Nelson? <laughs> uh, that's very possible. But I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say yes on that. You know, yeah. one of my first uh, people, like first targets here, was a singer of the Counting Crows because mm. I've always you know I have a history there of, yeah, of hatred. Go, this is like the fourth time you mentioned. I mentioned it, him. Yeah, I really episode. hate the guy. Yeah. That dude's not even on Twitter. Okay, his name's like Adam Juritz or something. Not even mm. on Twitter. Mm. So I'm like, 
We can't really go after that guy. You got to go after somebody on Twitter. You can't. We can't really do a female either because you're not going to win unless it's like Ann Coulter. Right. But she's too. She's like a politician. Like so many people hate her already. Um. Yeah, and you probably don't want to go like after someone like Aziz Ansari or something. No, no. You'll, yeah. You'll die. Even though you really don't like Aziz Ansari. No, I, I don't. <laughs> you were saying what? you're like master of none. I hate that show. No, I've never seen it. Oh, and but I, don't have you, no, but I have you no lie interest in seeing it. it. Yeah, I lie. If somebody <laughs> asks me if I've seen it, I say yes because I don't want to talk about it. I just want to sh- end the conversation, and I don't want to say no. I haven't seen it, and have to go. No, you have to see it. No, you have. Same thing, Game of Thrones. Just yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I can't I believe you don't watch Game of but Thrones. But I, I mean, I like it. Season sorry on Parks and Recreation. I was yeah, a big he fan. Was of that good show. on that. He was you know? good on that. But I just don't care to see his Netflix show. You know, I don't know why it's such a big deal to everybody. What about that- his comedy? You don't like his stand-up comedy? Eh. I've never been a fan either. Eh, but know? it's kind of like 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 Patton Oswalt. You don't want to go after that guy. No, I'll be yeah. crucified. <laughs> I'll be literally crucified on a hill of ants. You know who would be good? You know who would be a good yeah. target? What, do you think you can get Chuck Norris to respond to you? Does he, is he even on Twitter? I don't know. Lou yeah. Ferrigno. He's another one that's Why like... Why am I going to go after Lou Ferrigno? The poor guy's know. deaf. <laughs> what that, you just, know? And he would also kick the shit yeah, out of you. Yeah. Could you imagine? And he won't be able to hear your cries for mercy because he's fucking deaf. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, so he'll, he'll just, just beat, beat you, you to death. Pulverize yeah. you. I don't know. Yeah. I think, um, I'm thinking like Vince Vaughn or Rob Schneider might be the best ones here. Yeah, I think those are pretty good. You All know? right. Uh, maybe Dennis Leary, you know? Dude, Dennis Leary would eviscerate you. Yeah, I guess he would. I mean, yeah. is he conservative? No, he just, I'm just, you know, you just I'm just tired like of him. I'm just tired yeah. of that man. Yeah. I, I, I still I, think I, I've be, been tired of him since No Cure for though. Cancer, to be honest. But I'm still tired of him, you know? So, <laughs> Ever since whatever. he stopped smoking, he yeah. jumped the shark. Yeah. Um, I don't know. One thing I am serious about is we're going to make that Goatsy Twitter bot, though. Okay. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, people, this is episode 595 here, Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next. We have phone calls after that. Uh, but first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type DIDDLE for the offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, DIDDLE, at adamandeve.com. So the first story we got here has to do with a, another notorious rock and roller. Actually, I like this guy a lot, though. Mm. Glenn Danzig. Yeah. Danzig. That guy's like, he's such a character. You know, people see Danzig. Some people don't, I'm surprised that some people don't even know who Danzig is, which is weird because, I mean, he was like lead singer of the iconic band, The Misfits. I can understand. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. And then not to mention, I mean, he's like, what, five foot four? Yeah. He's a big tough guy. He's like, you know, big and like stout. Right. And uh, muscular. Although now he's kind of a fat guy, but yet he still wears the mesh shirts. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I've always, uh, yeah, I've always respected Danzig. I love I you know, pretty much every project he's done. But the funny thing about Danzig is he's one of those guys that's like, he has like an attitude. Yeah. 
and uh, it was, he's a real goes, prick. I mean, yeah, he's a real prick. Let's be honest. And it goes, you know, it's yeah. it, it goes with uh, you know his whole shtick and everything. But um, did you ever see that video of him getting knocked out by that guy oh, yeah. in the band? You know, I mean, of that, and that's the thing that went viral because everyone's like, "Yeah, dancing's such a prick," and he probably mm. deserved it, right? Um, but yeah, he's a he's he's just kind of got an attitude. But at the same time, immensely talented dude. And I like his music. But uh, the funny thing about Danzig is, so it, I think we've even mentioned this on the show before. So Harrison and I both used to live like in, on the border of Los Feliz in yep. Hollywood. I've moved to K-Town, but you still live in the same place. Mm-hmm. So on Franklin, if you keep going on Franklin up through Los Feliz, you get to see Danzig's home. He used to own this home in the 90s. He still owned it up until now where he's actually, um, he's selling it. And he's asking, he's, it's just hit the market this week. He's selling that home for $1.2 million. Yeah. The funny thing about that house is it's exactly the type of house you think Danzig would live in. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like comically exact. No, it's like the kind of house you don't want to hit your baseball over the fence into. It's like, now you kids stay away from old man Danzig's house. I want you going near yeah, It's there. like fucking Boo Radley's yeah, house or yeah. something. But, but driving through that neighborhood, I mean, it's Los Feliz, probably one of the more affluent areas of East Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even like a one-bedroom apartment's got to be like, what, like two grand there yeah. a month? Um, but all homes are all like multi-million dollars. Yeah. And so it's like uh, when you drive up Franklin, you see like, you know, nice home, nice home, beautiful home. And then fucking Adam's Family Mansion. Yeah. And that's where Danzig used to live. Mm-hmm. It's got like this big black wrought iron fence. Well, he moved out because he bought uh, Lucille Ball's house at some point. Yeah, he, I think in... I mean, he hasn't yeah. lived in this Adams mm. family house in Los Feliz in like years. But yeah. I think he lived there in the mid-90s. Mm. Um, he described the house as a cross between the Adams family mansion and the house of Usher. I guess, you know. <laughs> but I always found it yeah. funny when I had like, you know, guests in from out of town. Yeah. I'm like, all right, see if, if you can guess... If the house of Usher rented or something, maybe, you know. <laughs> I'd all usually right. drive down Franklin and be like, see if you can guess which house is Danzig's. And everybody would be like, oh, well. All right, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, the the nineteen oh seven house still has some original features intact. It's a Los Feliz Craftsman owned by uh, former misfit Glenn Danzig. He's selling it for one point two million dollars. Hmm. This place is such a dump. No. Yeah. I mean you look at it, it's like it looks like it's fallen apart. I mean he doesn't and there's like weeds growing out of it. Yeah. There used to be a big massive pile of bricks in the front yard that were just there for years. And it really is kind of a scary looking place. Uh, the house is, uh, he, he writes here that the house is in need, it's a fixer-upper, the house is in need of some TLC. <laughs> it's advertised as, quote, awaiting your imagination and creative talents. Hmm. Um, it does actually, I didn't know about this, but in the back, it has a two-bedroom detached rear unit, Ooh, which is kind of cool. That's neat. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Hmm. Um, Danzig hasn't lived in the house for years, but it's been a pilgrimage site for fans of the musician for decades. Mm. And you would see that. You would see like some like alternative rocker kids, you know, wearing a slipknot shirt, like putting in like cards to Danzig through the fence. Yeah, yeah. You ever notice that? Oh yeah. Well, a lot of people usually, you know, posting pic- or posing for pictures. Um, visitors who stopped by the house likely saw some interesting sights. Uh, one, Danzig kept a large pile of bricks on the front lawn for several years. And there was like something going on, like a viral uh, uh, video going going around of a conversation Danzig had with a neighbor about those bricks. Okay. Did you yeah. ever hear about that? No. It was, uh, I think like someone was, some radio show was reading a script or a transcript of the conversation. So I guess some guy used to live next door to Danzig and Danzig hated this neighbor. And this neighbor, you know, had like a normal house. 
He had a normal house right next door to the fucking Adams family house, the big pile of bricks in the in the you know the unkept lawn. <laughs> and so the dude would complain to Danzig. He'd be like, mm. you know, dude, you got to clean up your bricks. Yeah. Because at that point, it's it's just you know lowering property value. Sure. You know, because you're right next door, and so Danzig would be like, yeah, yeah. I'll take care of it. Mm. Yeah. And the guy was like still bitching at him. And I guess, I don't know if he got like threatened legal action or something. Mm. But anyway, at, at one point, like three in the morning, drunk Danzig was uh, in his yard throwing the bricks into like a metal bin. Yeah. Just like at three in the morning, just being like, fuck your bricks, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> just screaming at him. <laughs> Here's your bricks, you fucking bitch. Mm. It's like tough guy Danzig. Anyway, uh, he was also caught on uh, Google Street View, which you can find this, wearing all black and washing his black jag in the driveway, hmm. which is pretty funny. Lenora had some funny stories, because Lenora actually only lived like, what, a block away from him? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, right off of, uh, in that area. But she said that the 7-Eleven, sometimes she'd see Danzig at like midnight with like just two rocker sluts. Yeah, yeah. Just getting some like Bud Light. <laughs> 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 or buying cat litter. Yeah. Because people have seen him buying cat litter. Uh, apparently, Danzig purchased the house in 1989. And uh, pretty much, it had to have been like the heyday of Danzig, I'd right. say, when he was you know, his eponymous band. Uh, he paid uh, about $275,000. Just crazy. Yeah. I don't even think you can get a house in Inglewood for $275,000. No, no. Compton. Uh, he was living there during the Northridge earthquake in uh, January 94. And I guess he... Made a video talking about the damage. You remember when he was posting videos? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, because he had one where it was like, These, this is my bookshelf. You know, I like to read. These are my books. And it's like the same books that I had when I was like 16. You know, <laughs> it's like whatever, like, you know, occult 101 stupid yeah, books no, that you a, have. I yeah. have this uh, HP Lovecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit here and read by candlelight. Yeah. It's my uh, copy of uh, Aleister Crowley's Book of the Law that I'll never read. Sometimes at night, I like to read Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. <laughs> The Raven. <laughs> um, in the early 2000s, he moved to uh, Cheviot Hills, where he bought a house once owned by Lucille Ball. Mm. Jared is actually a nice uh, mansion. So I don't know. I wonder who do you, who do you think is going to buy it? Because he's not like, if that dude fixed, put some money into it, he could sell that house probably for $3 million, especially yeah. with the, the two beds in the back. I'm surprised it's even going for one2 but hey, if I had the money, I would totally buy it. Yeah, and I would keep it as is. I would too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd fix up the inside probably. Cause yeah, he, you know. <laughs> I'd probably fix up the inside. But I'm sure there's like some is. kind of raccoon civilization that, that's going on inside the house. Evil raccoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. now, I wonder. Uh, I'm surprised people haven't broken in there. People had to. Have. I'm he sure. Oh, he probably has an alarm. I've system. almost broken in there on several occasions. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people have. Anyway, yeah. oh, what do you have here for the second story? This one's rough. Um, actually, a few people uh, sent this in, uh, but uh, Alessia on Facebook uh, sent this in. Dear sweet Harrison P. Lovecraft, should you ever find this enticing, please either make sure the gun isn't loaded or apply your best knowledge and abilities to secure that the person is never seen or found after your rendezvous. Hmm. Yeah. So, All right. It's going to do a Russian voice, but I... I've been listening to fucking Allison Brie or whoever her name is do a Russian voice on that Glow show, and and I just I can't listen to people do Russian accents anymore. It just it upsets me too much. You know? Yeah, people do do, do the, the, the the makeshift uh, uh, Yakov Smirnov. Yeah, I was about to say, what about Yakov yeah. Smirnov? 
That's what she Borat. That's what she does. Does she sound like she sounds like Yakov Smirnov? Yeah. I haven't watched that show. It's the female wrestling, right, from the 80s. It's pretty bad. Is it, isn't, yeah. uh, what's his name? Mark, uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron. He's yeah, like yeah. the, the manager. Yeah. yeah. If you really are interested in seeing Mark Maron's naked ass, I suggest you watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. So a uh, woman shot in vagina in sex game gone wrong. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite yeah, a sex actually, game gone awry there. Yeah. And this is pretty like, oof, this is bad. This is rough guys. So hmm. strap in, strap in for this here. Uh, a man who caused life-changing injuries to the genital area of his female lover after a sexual fantasy went catastrophically, catastrophically wrong, Jesus, has been jailed for a decade. David Jeffers, 47, fled from a Manchester hotel, leaving his partner dying on a bed after a loaded shotgun, which was inserted into her vagina, was mistakenly fired. Wow, there's a, there's a lot going on in there's that. There's a lot. Yeah. How, how do you even get a shotgun in the UK? Aren't, aren't firearms illegal? Well, <laughs> bear with me here. Okay, all right, all right. How he got, gets it is like, it, it's, it's kind of similar to how they get the gun in... Um, uh, like uh, Resident Evil no, or something? And, um, <laughs> was that movie with the, the, the friggin' the comedy with the zombies oh uh sean God. of the dead yeah sean of yeah. the dead according to this article okay yeah so <laughs> where do they go to the winchester yeah oh okay yeah. all right yeah <laughs> it's it's a mix they found between, the gun behind the a, bar it's a mix between sean of the dead and the godfather <laughs> oh all right all right <laughs> yeah. all right yeah so bear, bear with me here um, the 46-year-old victim, who cannot be named for legal reasons, had informed her partner of her sexual desires via text message a few days prior to the incident, which left her with life-changing injuries to her bladder and female reproductive organs. God, I, she still lived? Yeah. Wow. With m- one message saying, I can't sleep, so excited. Beforehand. Wait a second. So she had a fantasy of, of someone shoving the barrel of a shotgun inside of her. Yeah. That's that's an odd one. That's an, is an yeah. odd one. Yeah. Have you ever encountered that? No, I mean, I, you know, I've heard of people who want to do gunplay, but not necessarily like in, you know. But I mean, yeah, not necessarily inside, sexual in, insertion yeah. of guns, <laughs> but like having guns involved in the foreplay and whatnot, you know. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be somewhat unsettling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd satisfy that request. You I gotta I'd make definitely sure, make sure the gun's not loaded. Yeah, you got to make sure yeah. it's not loaded. I mean. Because, I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. Okay, so the victim, who worked as a manager at Stockport, Greater Manchester, had arranged and paid for Jeffers to stay with her at the Britannia Hotel on the evening of January 30th, where the couple consumed drink and drugs before engaging in sexual activity. I kind of figured that drugs and drink would be involved. <laughs> play a, yeah. a bit of a role in this. Yeah. And, and now here, here, here's where we start to get into weird godfather territory here. Sometime after Jeffers, who lives in Harehill Heads, inserted the loaded shotgun, which he claims to have found in the toilet of the Weatherspoons pub at Leeds train station. What, was this a musket? <laughs> or was this like a, like, where? <laughs> Did someone just left the shotgun? Uh, they actually say it in the, um, yeah, you're, you're not far off, D. In the, the court uh, proceedings, it's described as the weapon, as described by both the victim and defendant, was some form of shotgun or weapon capable of dis- discharging shots. In appearance, it looked like a small handgun or musket of some form. Or a musket. Yeah, a musket. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so this must yeah. have been like, it's probably a collector who collected like, you know. But why is it in the bathroom? Well, 
the dude probably was like taking a shit and just left it on the corner and just forgot it. Okay. You know, I'm just kind of like, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I just love how this guy's like, sweet. Yeah. A shotgun. I'm going to take it and shove it up my girlfriend's snatch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's fortuitous, you know, he just, he just found it, you know, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, his, his hand was on the trigger at the time it went off. When Wait, it was so into she, her genital area. She, he probably contacted her and said, Hey, found this gun. Do you want to see it? She's like, I've always had, how convenient. Cause I've yeah. always had this fantasy mm. of having someone shove a gun inside my vagina. Yeah. And so then he goes over there mm. and shoves it in her clunge and it goes off. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, so Jesus Christ. And I mean, do you lube it up first or does it matter? I hope so. And I hope you use some toy cleaner on it beforehand. <laughs> Cause he just found it in a bathroom. In bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not the most sanitary. Come on guys. Yeah, God. Get it together here. I wonder if like people like, you know, Mad Dog Mattis has ever done something like this. I bet you the Nuge has. I bet oh, you Ted yeah, Nugent shoved, sure. shoved plenty of guns up his uh, wife's areas, yep. nether regions. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, sweet Poon... What is this song? Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang. Right. yeah. yeah. I feel he wrote like... that about his daughter. <laughs> Somehow that gets brought up. That song gets brought up every time John Steele is <laughs> a segment. He brings it up. He brings that song up every single segment he does. John Steele? Yeah. He's probably a fan of the Nuge. Um, uh, So, uh, in horror, as his victim lay naked on the bed, Jeffers dressed himself and fled the hotel via a rear exit after phoning reception and informing a manager that a female had been shot before making his way to Piccadilly train station where he caught a train back to Leeds. Wow. This guy's like, I am out of here. So... Was this a one-night stand? Or no, because she had his number. She had his number. Didn't they meet on like They've Tinder or something? This. It doesn't say. Because I, I guess if it's a one-night stand, you mm. don't really know the person, then you could probably get the fuck out and it wouldn't even mm. matter. But if you had like shagged this person before, mm. what, I mean, would, you, would you call the, like, you know, the ambulance? What is it? What, what's the 912 over there or mm. 999? Yeah. I, I think they did meet just that day, it said. It's All a little right. confusing. Well, so that guy's yeah, like, I'm going to get the fuck out. Yeah. So when an employee of the hotel went upstairs to the room shared by the couple, the victim was heard to say, I am in agony. I am going to die. Yeah. Did he keep, was the gun still in there? Did he pull no, the gun out? No, he took out? the gun out. He left with the gun. Oh, he took the gun. Yeah, he took the gun. Wow. So, and the phone, he took everything. So he actually like got, took the time to get dressed, you know. I mean, like, what, what, like, she was probably screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And was he just like, oh, yeah. it's okay. I'm going to go get the doctor. Yeah. Just, you know, be, be right back here. Let me put my clothes on. She and was grab rushed phone. to Manchester Royal Infirmary with multiple gunshot pellets to the abdomen and received significant trauma injuries. She received emergency surgery, which saved her life, but is recovering from life-changing injuries. In the hospital, she informed medical staff of the traumatic experience and explained that Jeffers was a bad man who tried to blow her insides out. Oh, okay. So now we're getting conflicting narratives. Yeah. He's saying that this was her fantasy. She's saying that, no, this guy was like, I'm going to blow your, your insides out. I'm going to stick a gun in there and fire it off. Precisely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so who does the well, court I mean, believe? I think, I think he becomes a bad man when he tries to skip out. You know, He just throws on his hat and coat and skips out the door while she's dying on the bed. I think that's when it becomes... Before that, he's just an idiot. Yeah, yeah, a negligent yeah, but, idiot, and then he be, actually becomes a, a bad person. He becomes an asshole because he leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever had a sex game gone awry? 
Like, did you ever lose the key to some handcuff and just kept her, like, locked to your radiator? You know, oddly enough, no. No? Yeah. Oddly enough, I have not. But if you did, Hmm. would you just vacate the premises? Like, if you're at a hotel, you just met a girl, something happens? No. Or would you, like, deal with it? No, no. Because you're a good person. I'm very good in a crisis, also. A conscientious individual. I like a a, a grandiose problem to solve. I appreciate that. So, wait, are you, like, the wolf? Like, Harvey Keitel's character (laughs) in Pulp Fiction? Yes. It's like, I'm going to clean this up. Yeah. Yeah. The cleaner. I'm not going to clean my own kitchen. In any point, at any point in life, but but if there's like you know blood everywhere on somebody else's kitchen, I'm fucking down. And like you know? pieces of uterus yeah, just yeah. all over the wall. Yeah. God, I wonder how Give much of a, a mess this. You know, this had to have been like an old shotgun. Like I'm, I'm picturing like some kind of old musket thing that probably just shot a few pellets. Because mm. if it was like a 12 gauge, a, wouldn't her like... whole abdomen just be all over the place? Like, you would be it sounds, living. It sounds like a blunderbuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing like Elmer Fudd's yeah, gun yeah. that he had, you know? <laughs> One of those shotguns only like Scottish dwarves use, you know? Oh, man. Okay, so uh, good God. Yeah, so he's uh, tr- standing trial for attempted murder. Mm. I pleaded g- guilty to possession of a weapon with intent to endanger life. Um, yeah, so... Wow. So mm-hmm. then, uh, so he's on trial right now. What happened? Yeah. Well, um, it's just, he's still on trial. Um, I think he's going to for like a decade or something like that. But uh, as she lay grievously injured, the defend, defendant dressed and took with him the firearm and his mobile phone, using the room phone to dial reception and request an ambulance, indicating that a female had been shot. Then he left the hotel by rear exit, where he then fled to Leeds making no further inquiries about his victim's well-being. God, that's weird. Because you imagine going to work and they say, so what did yeah. you do this weekend? Uh, uh, I did not, uh, nothing. Oh, uh, n- um, not a, no, no. Just did a little target practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the yeah. worst one-night stand of all time here. Yeah, but it looks Ugh. like he could, you know, he's facing like a decade in uh, jail. So there you go. What about her? I mean, did they, you know, rebuild her vagina? Can they can they salvage that at that point? It doesn't say. It just says life changing injuries. Yeah, I mean, what do yeah. they do? Just seal it up? I don't think they seal it up, D. Well, I, just I mean, think, I think there's going to be a lot of problems. It's not going to be fun. Well, you know? yeah, I can imagine. She probably needs a colostomy bag. Yeah. But you know, this day and age, when you can like craft a vagina out of a penis, I'm sure they could rebuild something. It's probably no, just I, not going to work properly. No, I'm sure they're going to rebuild it. Yeah. Wow. God. Yeah. So. That would be a weird story. Yeah, I mean, she's 46, so, you know. Okay. It's so not like... It's not like she's going to be bearing any children right, at yeah. this point. I mean, I get, technically, you can build, bear children at that age. It's not... At 46? Say, yes, you can. Yeah, but you're going to have, like, monstrosities. <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to actually give birth to a healthy child at 46. It's been done, okay? Who do you know that's had... Julianne Moore. Oh, my God. Have yeah. you ever seen a picture of her child, though? No, I haven't. Yeah, because it's probably a wet-toed no, duck boy. The ch- <laughs> <laughs> That's why you never see it. It makes noises like that. I guess so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's got the head yeah. of a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, you know, God forbid she goes back on Tinder mm. or FetLife or wherever she meets these guys <laughs> willing to put guns in her vagina. Yeah. I don't know. It would be that would be a strange thing. Anyway. I mean, that's a big gun. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. 
I think the moral of the story is make sure the gun's not loaded before yeah. you shove it up uh, any mm. genital area. You yeah. Know? The magazine, the chamber, everything. Check Just it take all. it all out. Check it all out. Do a couple like, you yeah. know, trigger, like, you yeah. know, ghost rounds. Just yeah. check it out, you yeah, know, yeah. before you do that. And uh, I'd, do I'd do a hundred. I'd do a hundred. Yeah, ghost I would do a hundred like yeah. ghost rounds just yeah. to make sure it doesn't work. Very thorough, man. Have you seen that uh, the uh, spokesperson for the NRA? Yeah, she's I mean, her name's Dana Loesch. Right? Yeah, no, she she yeah. she claimed she said that the NRA is going to fisk mm. the New York Times, but it certainly sounded like fist yeah. to me, which I've never heard that word. Fisk, I yeah. still don't even know what it means. Wilson Fisk is the kingpin. Um, but I would I say, I would bet you dollars yeah. to donuts that she's had a couple barrels of a gun also, shoved inside of her vagina. Who the fuck is Dana Loesch? Who is this person? She's kind of like, you know what? She is like Sarah Palin, where like a lot of Republican men are like, she's attractive and she's so American. Same mm. thing with Dana Loesch. She's I kind of it. like an attractive older lady, but mm. I guarantee mm. she's been like, shove that barrel inside of me. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's probably foreplay. Yeah. That's foreplay. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Going to fist the New York Times. All right, the last story we got here is, uh, this is like classic sick and wrong. It's not even, I mean, it, we're going to make this funny, but yeah. I had to try. I'm going to have to try hard. I'm going to have to okay. strain myself to make it funny. Um, but it's a good old-fashioned mm. sick and wrong story. Horrified wife discovered her husband had repeatedly raped her in her sleep when she found videos of the attacks on his iPhone. Cue the fucking laugh track. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um... She discovered that her husband repeatedly raped her in her sleep uh, when uh, he had left his phone at home. She saw the sickening footage when she grew curious about an app called Video Locker on her husband's phone and decided to investigate. Yeah. Video Locker. Yeah. That sounds suspicious. Well, that, you got a vault, photo vault. <laughs> yeah. You know, any one of those, vault or locker? You don't, normally there's a password. You know, she yeah, but that, I think the there is a password. Okay, yeah, yeah. So and she like yeah. somehow decrypted the code. Like I yeah. don't know how she did it. But yeah. <laughs> the thing is that I don't understand. It's like yeah. if you're gonna, you know, keep videos of yourself mm -hmm. like raping a child or something, or mm -hmm. you know, penetrating, sodomizing a dog. Right. It's like why not just keep those. You know, in a safe somewhere, on like a burn it to a CD or put it on a on a, a USB drive. Why would you carry it around on your phone? Right. So you could lose your phone so easily. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, the opportunity mm. to uh, be embarrassed is quite high. Um, but video locker, that just sounds suspicious. It does. It, you know, it's, and the other thing, too, it's like when you're dating somebody, there's, a, there's like a line that's crossed when they, you know, look through your phone. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I never want to do that. I never want to yeah. be in a relationship where I want to do that. But she must have suspected something was up. Yeah. In order to do it. Because, I mean, why would she be looking through her husband's mobile phone? Right. And he can't really give you like, well, you raped her. He'd be like, well, she looked at my phone. which And that's not cool. Uh, according to Ask Metafilter, they said that that's not acceptable in a relationship. And this fucking idiot, yeah. why not just fucking lock your phone? Right. You know, put a password in there that she's not going to get. You know, prevented all of this. Um, and then he could have continued on raping. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank, thank yeah. God. Idiot rapist. Take, yeah. The series of videos showed the husband carrying out revolting sex acts on his wife, who was asleep in their bed. During one sickening attack, the husband ejaculated onto his wife's face and then wiped it off before she woke. Hmm. How the hell, like, how heavy of a sleeper do you need to be in order to have somebody jack off on your face and that not wake you up? Some people are very heavy sleepers. I'm I'm a very heavy sleeper, but I'm not that heavy. Yeah, I was about sleeper. to say, can someone jack off in your face no. and you would know? No, because general, generally if there's like somebody comes into the room or something, a lot of times I'll wake up. 
the you know my den- sense of danger. But I used to like the last job I had where I actually had like a meaningful commute, and I had to be somewhere on time, which was God, a long time ago. Um, I had a I had I had a thing on my alarm clock that actually vibrates really heavily under my pillow. So it wait, goes, wait, makes, you put your alarm clock under your pillow? No, you have the alarm clock and it makes a noise, and then you have an attachment from the alarm clock that with a wire, and you put it under your pillow, and it just shakes your fucking. Was it pillow. phallic shaped? Yeah, it was phallic shaped. <laughs> Covered in excrement. Yeah, it looks. It's like a. It's like a uh, <laughs> eggplant emoji covered in. <laughs> Covered in feces. Yeah. So wait, this is a thing that you attach to your alarm clock. Yeah. Was it's it a like special USB alarm clock. or something? Yeah, it's a special alarm clock. A yeah. special yeah. alarm clock for heavy sleepers. Yes, for heavy sleepers. And what does the thing and look like? And for deaf people also. It's also for deaf people. I've never seen this yeah. item. And it goes... Rrr, rrr, rrr. You just I bought it to, on Amazon or something? My ex I used to live with, she had to deal with this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did it shake the whole bed? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's insane. Wait, yeah. So what if you turned your alarm clock on like, you And she know, was a bartender, so it would be like she'd have just gone to bed like two hours ago. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the whole bed's shaking from your like vibrator alarm clock. <laughs> what, what is the thing shaped like? Like a big hand? No, it's just like a, you know, an like orb. A ball? Like a UFO. Like, an orb. like a UFO. It's like egg-shaped, so- also it's egg covered sh- in yeah. feces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. And blood. God. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I can fart in in bed, and my girlfriend will wake up. Mm. That's why I'm surprised that this woman. I'm thinking this woman probably the big drinker, heavy drinker. Because mm. if you're passed out from being an alcoholic or something, I can understand not waking up. Yeah, I mean, I I passed out from. I, I remember one time I passed out when I was on heroin, and it was like I woke up and like my right arm didn't work for like two days. Jesus, you were just <laughs> sleeping, you just cut off circulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. So I'd, yeah. <laughs> so I'd have to put on my buttons with like one hand, you know, my button shirt, my buttons on my shirt. You could tell people you had a stroke or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> um, in other scenes, he had zoomed in to record some of the graphic rape footage. Uh, the man was jailed for nine years at Newcastle Crown Court. What the fuck Court. is he zooming in? How is he zoom? What, what, what kind of setup has he got here? You know, I don't know. I mean, he must. Have, well, you kind of can control your camera from your computer. He, maybe he had a camera mounted yeah. and he controlled it with his phone. Yeah, or but something. that took me like a year to figure out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. I mean, this guy must have practiced or yeah. something. Jesus. That's crazy. Mm. Um, he was jailed for nine years at Newcastle Crown Court uh, for repeatedly raping his wife in her sleep. Nine years. Now, that's a stiff sentence for mm. UK court. Yeah. I mean, you could like molest kids. You can kill somebody in the UK and usually get like a year. Yeah. You know, and then you're like not allowed to go eat Smarties for like three years. But um, this, this is like <laughs> nine years, you know. Uh, Newcastle Crown Court, Court heard the victim contacted her husband after watching the videos and told him, quote, I've just watched videos of you raping me on your phone. That, that's grammatically weird. Mm. You know, she just said, I just watch videos on your phone of you raping me is how I would have said okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, um, just if I need to. Perfect. Your feedback, your feedback is <laughs> well, noted. I'm just saying if I was yeah. going to correct her syntax here, okay. I think she should change this because now I'm mm. thinking that he was raping her with her phone, with, her, oh, with his yeah. phone, yeah. you know, mm. um, but that had to have been an awkward phone call regardless. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine like being, Hey honey, how's it going? Yeah. I just saw videos of you raping on your phone. What do you say? <sighs> Did he forget his phone? 
Yeah, he left his phone at home and okay. she picked it up. Oh, boy. Um, he didn't even return home. He just went straight to the police that's station. A that's, yeah, a <laughs> that's a That's a dilly of a pickle. Yeah. Uh, he just returned home and handed himself into the police when he realized mm. he'd been caught. Mm. Uh, the guy's, uh, he's in his 30s. He pled guilty to three counts of rape, one of assault by penetration, and one of attempted rape, and one of sexual assault. Oof. Yeah. Um, I guess when he uh, he uh, uh, checked himself into the police, he, he just told officers, I've had sex with my wife. She didn't consent. She found out, saw videos on my phone. Mm. So there you go. He's turned himself in. Um, He's going to get stabbed. Yeah, it's not going to be good for him. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, so she said in March 2017, she discovered my husband had been sexually abusing me. Since mm. that day, my life and that of our children had been completely turned Oof, upside down God. in ways... I still cannot come to terms with. Oof. He's completely fooled me. I never want to see him again. Apparently, the couple had been together for more than 10 years when the man started the horrific abuse. Something had to have led to this. Are you victim blaming? The not victim blaming. I'm not okay. victim blaming. I'm saying this guy's probably a deviant and it yep. came out later in life. Mm. But obviously, they must have had some sexual issues. Okay. But they've had children, so they, they must have had sex before. Mm. I just think this guy's a deviant yeah. that uh, likes to have sex with sleeping women, which oh, you know is that, a genre. Yeah. It's a genre of porn. It is, yeah. You know, you had a porn hub. Genre. I, I've mm. never understood that genre of mm. porn. Like I, I don't know. It's like it's the same thing as necro porn. It's like yeah. somebody who's like passed out or unconscious. Yeah, you never, you know, you never really hear people defending it. As a, you know what I mean? Oh, other, yeah, other, yeah. other genres of kink you hear people defending, but that you never hear people defending that. I, I just don't like, get the appeal. Yeah, like it never leads to anything good with anybody. And know? then it's like, God, dude, I would never want to pass out a room with you. Yeah. Like, no. I just, I would be worried. Yeah. He's probably that, that guy. He's that guy. Like, you're at a party, girl passes out, and he's like, mm. hey, dudes, uh, I forgot my phone in the other room. I'll be right back. And then, right. you know, he's probably jacking off on her face. Like that dude from Kids. Remember that movie? Harmony crying? <laughs> no, the the, kid, the Oh, character. the main guy. Yeah, yeah the main oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Sneaker um, or Snoopy or whatever his name is. I don't know. Something. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so his de his uh, defendant or his uh, defense attorney said he forgot to take his mobile phone with him, and the complainant took that opportunity to look at his phone. So he's trying to blame her for looking through his phone, like an invasion of privacy. Here. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think finding videos of you being raped? trumps that I, I does you know does supersedes his yeah. uh, claim of yes, like invasion of privacy yes, it's like it i'm sorry but but then then again you think about it as a defense attorney how else would you try to defend this that's how you have to defend it yeah, yeah you know that's about it it's like he she violated our our trust here by looking through my phone yeah you know um the court heard the videos varied in length from 30 seconds to two minutes and each showed a different occasion of the man raping or abusing mm. his sleeping wife Two minutes. It's pretty short. I heard uh, Donald Trump listens to classified briefings at like two minutes at a time. Yeah, he can only do two yeah, minutes. Yeah, he can only do two time. minutes. So they call him the two minute man. Right. <laughs> this guy yeah. can only rape his wife for two minutes. You should get one of these YouTube stars to condense the briefings into like little animations. You know? <laughs> With like jump cuts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's jailed up to nine years and he's ordered to sign the sex offenders register for life. For life, um, dog. Yep. He okay. says, uh, you abuse the trust mm. that your wife placed in you. I take the view you took advantage of the fact that she was in drink and a heavy sleeper. So mm. there you go. 
She's got like the Guinness World Record for being the heaviest sleeper. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy can jack off on your face, mm. and you wouldn't and and you wouldn't wake up. Yeah, she man. She just beat John Popper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you explain this to your kids? Ugh. You just you know play them the sick and wrong story. You know, <laughs> just listen go. to this podcast yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, here you go. <laughs> no trauma for you. If you have any questions, please direct them to someone that isn't me. Thank you. Would mm. you? Okay, so if you're a young kid, mm. you're like five or six, found out about this, you have a new dad. Would you go find your your old dad, like find your original, your bio dad, if you knew this had happened? No. You would never want to no, see him again? No. Yeah, no. I, I think I'd probably pass on what that would you, too. What do you need to find out? You I don't know, know. How terrible you are in, inherently? <laughs> no. I probably want to know like what type of yeah. camera he's using and how do you get their shots, the <laughs> yeah, zoom shots, do that? How do you while zoom jacking off on your mom's face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, people send your stories to your own podcast, hotmail.com, or post them via Facebook. Uh, we have phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is the drunk dial line number. Remember to keep it under three minutes. Before we get to our first call, uh, here's another word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number again. Um, you know what? This week we got to hear from two, two, two uh, famous, iconic callers that we haven't heard from a long time who are, are, have been in a historical rivalry. Okay, they're, yeah. They're bitter rivals, mm. and so we get to hear about those guys. But first, how about we play uh, uh, this Big Papa Smurf call about his conundrum. Big Papa mm. Smurf is in a conundrum. He's asking for our sage advice. Interesting, okay. Salutations, sick and wrong. It's Big Papa Smurf again, and uh, I have a bit of a conundrum that I've uh, I've used the sage advice of people that uh, you know, you guys are quite a bit older than me. I'm about 22. You know, maybe you dealt with something like this before. Does he sound like an older dude? He does. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought for for some reason I thought this guy was at least like mid thirties. Yeah, me too. Jesus Christ, he just sounds like an older dude. Yeah. Maybe that's the Texan accent. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. This uh, really fucking insane, stinky, fucking fat gothopotamus bitch at my job that just won't seem to. Sounds like he's been smoking cigars since he was nine. <laughs> Twice, this guy. Once. So yeah. Let up, even though I'm engaged and I have a daughter, and this bitch has a fucking the biggest fucking crush on me, and she, quite frankly, she creeps me the fuck out. And uh, now she's at the point where she's making up an imaginary boyfriend to, uh, I guess, in a a convoluted effort to make me jealous of of him, even though I'm pretty sure the motherfucker doesn't exist. And uh, how do you know, though? 
Yeah, but who cares? I would be yeah. like, all right, well, go go hang out with your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is great for me because now I don't have to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I just really, I really want this bitch off my back. She comes to my shows all fucking slutted up. Once again, boyfriend nowhere to be seen, and she creeps up close to me with every chance she gets. She's really fucking creeping me the fuck out. Um. If you guys could, uh, you know, give me any advice on how to, like, nip this in the bud. I told her before that I'm not interested, but I'm not trying to start any drama at work. So, yeah, I could really use that advice. Oh, and um, as far as... You can't see it right now, but I'm doing the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> you got a fat yeah. girl that uh, yeah, that's yeah. in love with yeah. you. It's uh-huh. like, oh, man. Mm. Uh, that guy from the episode before last was Habib, you know, sla- uh, Habib slash Colin McGregor, whoever the fuck that uh, fucking weirdo was uh fuck him fuck india and uh fuck bollywood uh you uh the your rape riddled cow worshiping country can kiss my fucking ass Ooh, and uh wow. if i could make a song of the week recommendation uh i would recommend sister fucker by by the band i hate god e-y-e hate god um, Ooh, i do love i hate because i heard there's a lot of that that goes on in india and plus over here in the fucking Tennessee, Kentucky area where I happen to be staying in. Uh, see you guys. Vamanos. Hmm. All right. Well, I do enjoy I Hate God. Okay. Um, they're a good band. Uh, E-Y-E, Hate God. Uh, so he, he wants to know of a, a clever way to get this fat gothopotamus bitch off his back. When did, did he say she was fat? I didn't, yeah, I he said she's part. massive. Like He said she's oh. just a huge gothopotamus. Gothopotamus oh. also implies fat. Okay, I didn't In know fact, that. Goth- you know what? I like I like that term gothopotamus, but mm. I also like the term orcabilly. You ever see that? Rockabilly mm, chicks no. that are really fat? No. They call them orcabillies. Jesus. Yeah, yeah mm. it works. Both things. So uh, that that's a it is a complicated scenario because mm. you work with this person. He doesn't want to create drama at work. But obviously, she's obsessed with him. So, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, get a Make America Great Again hat. Start yeah. wearing that to work. <laughs> Most really people tend people to... Off. Yeah. yeah. You, you definitely turn people off doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, what, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, you could... You know, he could also, you know, create a situation where she like walks in on him mm. at his computer and he's like jacking off to like gay porn or something. Do you think Big Papa Smurfs, he's, he said he's married or he's got a girlfriend? No, he's uh, engaged, but he has right, kids. Right. Do you think she's black or white? What do you think? His girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Maybe white. Sometimes you can get her involved depending on. Oh, get the wife kind of, involved. Yeah, yeah. Be like, Ooh. you know, because sometimes some women, it's like the very fact that somebody is interested in their man. Sometimes that actually upsets them to the point where you get in trouble somehow but sometimes she might actually get involved and know the exact way to defuse the entire situation so you you're saying go tell your wife mm-hmm. that you're being mm-hmm. harassed by a, yep. a fat goth yes. chick at work yeah. and then just be like take care of it i mean you got to read the situation you got to realize what kind of a woman you're with to, before you do that you know but sometimes being open <laughs> being open and upfront in in those situations is is usually the best way because if not then you get caught in some weird sitcom situation where she doesn't even know about this chick but then it looks like you're with her even if you're not you know and it's like a threes company thing and you don't want to end up there you know because i've been there tell me you know i'll tell you harrison's like snoop dogg in the gin and juice video just like getting the two bitches to fight in the front lawn and spraying them down with like 40 ounces yeah that's exactly what i'm like like some mickeys (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I think that's a Mis- great Mis- idea. Mr. Furley shows up for some reason. You just you don't even want to be. Just, just go a, get know, some some jello it. in a kiddie yeah. pool and yeah. just have them wrestle it out. Although it sounds like it sounds like this woman's a big girl, so I don't know how big uh, Big Papa Smurf's wife is. But okay. yeah, no, it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what he could do too. You know what he could do too is yeah. he could like get a picture of a retarded kid and say this is his son. And then she might think that he has retarded semen, like bad genes. Uh huh. That could work. Okay. Or maybe just get a picture of him with like a bunch of retarded kids and be like, this is my family. And then she's going to be like, okay, I probably shouldn't mate with him. How do you get that photo? I feel like you got to make a whole day of it getting that photo taken, you know? If you know someone that has yeah. like retarded children, you can yeah, see if exploit you could rent them. your friend's retarded you could children. Ask, you could be like, hey, I'm gonna, I'll buy them McDonald's or something. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out some ideas here, brainstorming. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really feel all that wow. bad for this guy wow. either. I feel a lot less stupid now. Okay. Now, let me tell you. Jesus but, Christ. Wait, you're two, like, two bitches fighting it out scenario versus me. Yeah, mine sounds genius now compared to you. I disagree. I think yeah. mine is more subtle because mm. it's like you put this picture at work, of like, or you know, you, you frame it, put it on mm. your desk. She's going to come by like, oh, I didn't realize you had... Mm retarded children mm. okay I, I guess i don't want to mate with you anymore okay you know yeah or maybe what he could do is say that he has like erectile dysfunction like john Steele, as soon as he mentions that to women they mm. just kind of you know dry up not into it anymore okay that's what he should do yeah that's totally what he should do if you have no shame whatsoever <laughs> just do that this, this yeah. is okay this is mm. what you should do mm. and this is my advice to you mm. next time I invite her over to your desk have just a prescription mm. bottle full of Valtrex yeah. just sitting there. Yeah. And oh, then, that's a good one. Yeah, because that's she's going to come over and be like, yeah. oh shit, you yeah. got genital herpes. Yeah. All right. That's better than the retard that's family great. photo. Okay, that's great. Yeah, okay. You win for that one. Go get a bottle of Valtrex. That's Valtrex. what you need to get a girl off your back. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 how you do it, man. Yeah, most yeah. women, and most, not even women, anybody mm. that sees that be like, uh, I think mm. I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, because then if they're, and if you're like, oh, I have erectile dysfunction, she'd be like, don't you have a kid? Be like, penis pump. <laughs> penis pump. <laughs> Just leave a penis pump on your yeah. desk. <laughs> All right, all right, let's yeah, move on. Yeah. So uh, getting on to our, our next call here, here's a guy we haven't heard from for a long time. He's a beloved character of the show, one of Harrison's confidants, uh, Niggaface, mm-hmm. calls in. You anti-Semitic remarks. Sigurd was out the hell is he talking about? <laughs> quite a while. Uh, been talking to Harrison before this, but I have not had my shit together and been working in the... Uh, the hard asshole clubs, new face. Miss y'all, minus Simon, kind of. I mean, kind of missed him, but I was in jail, so I was fucking dudes. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Simon. Hard and deep, make you sad, make you cry. Wow, anyway, what's me happening? Out. Sick and raw, Mason. <sighs> so. So he sounds drunk and he's on parole or he's on probation or something, so he shouldn't be drinking. Do you think he made some like Pruno or prison yeah. hooch in his toilet? You know, they could, they could test you for, they could test your urine for alcohol. I never knew this. What? Until I was in Betty Ford, yeah. What, what about? It shows well, up for up to five days after drinking. That's crazy. I didn't, I didn't even yeah. think they tested for that. I didn't know either. Wow. Turns huh. out, yeah. 
I'm not trying to get this done within three minutes and keep this all in one one phone call. Uh, I got uh, a crazy shit story to get to. Well, not even. It's kind of a shit story. So I was thrown in jail, traveling because they caught me without my monitor on, my uh, house arrest monitor, my fucking ankle bracelet, and that was fucking fun. Anyway, I got to go. And, <laughs> So I had to go do that, all that bullshit. I was locked up for fucking months, and it was so gay. It was so gay? But, <laughs> it was uh, so I was gay. on that duty because I, I was a nonviolent defender. And uh, me and uh, my cellmate Ray were uh, on light duty. We have, uh, it's called, uh, it's called uh, Free Rain out here in Weld County. Well, I couldn't hear that. He was saying he was on night duty. Yeah, I don't know. It's called Food Rain. It's called Food Rain. Food Rain. I, yeah. I could say it was like Free it's like Range. Chocolate. It's like Chocolate Rain. Like Free Range prisoners. Yeah, they yeah, could just yeah. go out and wander around. Yeah. So you, so you, what do you have, like a chore wheel? Yeah. That you have I mean, to spin, so, and yeah, then you yeah. got to go do some chores. You okay. do the dishes. You and your cellmate. Yeah. So what we were doing was uh, everybody else, when they had locked up all this other shit, we were able to go out and fucking clean shit and do just random shit around the fucking prison, and uh, we're given more liberties. Well, they get these, like, fucking cut-up flannel shirts and fucking pajama bottoms from goddamn Goodwill. I don't even wash these fucking cocksuckers. And uh, we had run through almost all of them the week before, so they wear shorts and flannel shirts, <laughs> or do they? Or what, what are they? Are they no, washing that's what they them? Use as rags to clean things up. Oh, okay. old like you so know, old. Oh, they old get clothes, from Goodwill, like get old yeah. clothes. Why don't they get like paper towel in prison? I don't know because that costs money, and they could probably just get people to throw old clothes at them for free. You know. Oh, so do you think people donate old clothing, or Goodwill just gives old clothing to the pr to the yeah, prisons I'm that sure. they can't sell? Yeah. Interesting. I thought they wore jumpsuits. No, they wear they were <laughs> like orange jumpsuits. Yeah, they don't wear. Yes, they do. They okay, don't so wear they, these clothes. They use them to mop just, up the bullshit, right? All right, all right. Yeah. So they use this as a as like just mops or rags. Yeah, this isn't like you know like like the Mexican immigrants who just wear whatever clothes that they find. Where it's like world's greatest grandma when you see the guy in the bus, you know, from Guatemala <laughs> yeah. who has a t shirt that says that. So in prison, they yeah, got like California yeah. raisin t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like wiping up the floors with. Yeah, exactly. great. I like how they don't even spend. Are these prisons are so they they they're so cheap that yeah. they don't even give them mops. Yeah, yeah. They give him goodwill clothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was our off shift. And then I came back on to our on shift, and we only had one left. So, man, I was scrubbing, to, I was cleaning fucking toilets. I was cleaning the bathrooms. I just, I, I'm not going to lie. I even cleaned some of the tables with this fucking rag. But that was uh, before I cleaned the toilets and shit. We did that, and uh, there's a trench out there where we uh, gather up the mud. It's just a giant drain, and we're out there shoveling up the mud. And this motherfucker's cold as hell. And Ray runs back inside. He's like, I'll be right back on my flight, because I'm on the tractor with a fucking broken ankle. You might have to translate for me. So okay, there's yeah. a trench out back filled with mud or filled with shit? They have to dig. I, I guess it was 
something was going on. It was raining, or it was they had to dig out a trench or something. Okay. Something was going on. So they had to dig a trench out there, and he's mm. on a tractor because he has a broken ankle. That, that, that part I didn't hear. Because I've also I also had the story on my voicemail, like a separate version yeah, of this. I listened to the yeah. one that you sent me voicemail. Yeah. Also, very difficult okay, to yeah. understand. Yeah, the, the important thing is that he the tractor thing is important. Okay, that's so a there's red a herring. tractor. That's a red herring. That's the digging the trench outside. Yeah. They're digging it. Okay, they're digging it with shovels. I think. All right. Yeah, yeah. So here's part two. It continues in part two. Okay. So a fucking parent we upset on the whole fucking three minute bullshit, but this story is fucking too good to get in three minutes, especially. With being mean in the face, I'm drunk as fuck, and I'm trying to stay off the fucking age, you know. So I drink fucking crazy shit. But anyway, <laughs> what do you think, so nigga face drinks? <laughs> crazy shit, like like crazy horse. Like, I bet you he drinks forties oh, yeah. of crazy horse. Yeah, or or steel like a, reserve, like a cocktail made from like Capri Sun <laughs> and. <laughs> And I, Everclear. I, I like the Everclear idea. And Capri Sun. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of him still making prison hooch. Right, yeah. You know? Like Pruno. Yeah. All right. Drinking crazy shit. Like, I'll be right back. And out in Love County, it's like negative eight degrees. Shoveling out all this mud. I got to fuck the ankle. So he's the one doing the shoveling. Runs up into the fucking house. You know, the penthouse. But runs up into the fucking house, man. <laughs> I didn't register it at the time because uh, Spice was available in jail. I was fucking half high on that shit. Damn. Fucking just sitting there. Hmm. Wow. Runs out with this fucking rag strapped around his fucking face, man. He starts shoveling. He gets <laughs> like two minutes into this fucking bullshit, man. And he stops and he goes. And he pulls a rag down over his face. He goes, man, it smells like shit. And about that time, it fucking clicked in my fucking head. I was like, uh, I just start fucking laughing, man. Like, I bend over the goddamn tractor, just fucking laughing my fucking ass <laughs> off. Yeah. I look back up at the <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck's wrong? And he fucking stops and it pulls a goddamn pube out of the corner of his mouth. Ah. <laughs> I've never seen... Anybody eat that much lava soap trying to clean out their fucking face in my life? Like, that dude probably has, like, internal cancer just from the amount of shit he ate trying to get the taste out of, like, fucking 600 prisoners fucking balls, dicks, and shit out of his mouth <laughs> and cleaning the red fucking yeah. bathroom out of his mouth and having a pube stuck in his face. The fact that motherfucker had a beard didn't help either. You know, uh, how could you tell? Well, if I had a beard and I was trying to figure her out, I wouldn't be thinking about it. But the second that motherfucker came away, I saw some asshole laughing at me like that. I fucked because I told him the day before that we only had one rag left. But that motherfucker smoked more spice than I did. I mean, that's about all you can get into if you're passing you and try to stay on that route, you know? Anyway, love you guys. Keep it sick. Keep it raw. I'll fucking try and talk to you guys in the future. Peace out. Love you, Harrison. Congratulations on your sobriety, guys. <laughs> All right. God damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I think they were shoveling snow in a trench. Oh, they're shoveling snow in It's like the mountains the of Colorado prison or and something, And so it's like right? negative eight degrees. Negative eight degrees so you get to cover your face up. And he covered his and face with, up with one, one of the, the you know the, the, the pubic yeah. hair rags that they use to clean the toilets with. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
Uh-huh. I was I was thinking at first he was going to say that there was like shit on his face because there was like shit on the rag and he just had it on because the guy said it smelled like shit. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking that was like, Gah. it reminded me of a story my brother once told me. Uh, no, it was a, like the hyper color T-shirt covered in shit that they were using. Yeah. To clean that up he was the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my brother told me that he was at the Folsom Street Fair one year mm. and uh, a lot of dudes go into the porta potties to mm. hook up. And so, and then, so it's like there's a big line for the porta potty. So he said he was standing there, and his f- friend came out of the porta potty with like two other dudes, like three guys were in this porta potty. They all come out at the same time. His friend had a goatee. And Jeff said that there was just like just feces, no. just shit in the goatee. No, 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 no. no. He's just sitting there talking to him, like. And my brother was gonna say something, but they's like. I don't even know what to say. So he just kind of talked to him for a while and the guy's got like a ring of, <sighs> a brown ring of shit around his mouth. It's horrible. I don't even, I gotta like eat after this. I don't even want to deal with it. This is awful. Wow. It's always good to hear from nigga face. I was wondering yeah. what happened to that guy. You guys are like phone buddies. Don't you we talk to him every now and then? Every now and then. Yeah. But, but, he's, but he's been kind of incommunicado for a while. Yeah. So we, I kind of assumed he was in jail. He keeps fucking up. Yeah, but apparently you can, you can do this spice stuff and it doesn't show up on your UA. You know, wow, that's yeah. a synthetic marijuana. Yeah, right? that, but doesn't that shit make you like? Yeah, isn't it like fucking basalt? Yeah, it makes you, you like, like eat your cat's face or something. You know, basically, <laughs> what it does. Or grab, grab like pubic rags. Right. Yeah, pubic hair rags. That's just disgusting. Right. Fucking a man. Prison should just get get him a fucking mop. Yeah. Like go buy a mop and some dish rags. It's not, it's not that expensive. Whatever. Anyway, mm. so uh, the, the last call we got here is from another character of the show we haven't heard from a, a, a while. It's been a while. Um, Arrival to nigga face. Uh, yes. This is Flint nigga. The yin to his yang, yes. if you will. The yin to his raging yang. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, sick and wrong. What up? It's Flint nigga. <laughs> yeah, I just want to call and say, fuck. Fuck them haters, motherfucking Hessen. You sound good, man. Fuck. Fuck everybody, man. I At agree. You're getting clean. Fuck the you might be drinking a little bit. You know what you need. <laughs> Don't kill yourself. Just get some more motherfucking pussy, man. <laughs> you need some motherfucking Just cures what ails you. Sex cult. You know. Ass pussy equals money, man. Just keep it real. So is he implying that you should become a pimp? I believe so. Okay, well, well, there you go, though. I mean, because you're unemployed. You don't have any money coming in. So then go get a couple girls. You can pimp them out, get some money, get some pussy. Yeah. That will cure your depression. Worked for Charles Manson. Yeah. And he's doing fine. Yeah. So. If they pass out, get your dildo alarm to wake them up. (laughs) Get to work. (laughs) Get that pussy. Pound that pussy. Make that dollar. But, uh. Yeah, I was thinking a while back how it fucking D said something about uh fucking backwards Randy Newman that he somehow he got oh, that yeah. motherfucker's real name. I was gonna say I'll pay you big I'll pay you money for that shit, man. I gotta I'm still trying to find out who that motherfucker is, so <laughs> you need to you need to let it be known who who I want to know who the real Randy Newman backwards <laughs> motherfucker is. How much money do you think he's talking about out. here? Uh, <laughs> uh, I also, I was wondering, I also wanted to talk to Harrison about uh, 
the YouTube. I ain't gotten a chance to check out YouTube channel yet, but uh, how you say? I thought you was talking about posting up. You was talking that story about that bitch lived in a motherfucking car wearing a diaper. Man, that was the best fucking story I heard in a yep. while, man. I was going to say, you guys are both, you guys are doing a real fucking fine job keeping that shit sticking wrong, man. Keep it up. I'm loving the stories, man. I barely have to do anything to come up with shit like that. You know, you know? actually he's on to something though. Life. How yeah. come you don't have any videos of her shitting in like a Tupperware jar or at least talking about it? I do actually. Do you? Yeah. Why don't you post this to stick on page? I should actually. I should. Could yeah. you narrate it or do you need to narrate it? Um, Is she talking like, hey, here's my shit. She's talking, she's changing her diaper. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. You should totally do that. Is, is there just, nudity? Like, do you have to, like... No, there's no nudity. Well, maybe um, ask her. She's standing behind her car. Ask her if we could. In uh, full view of the street. Oh my God, you got to post this. You yeah, got to yeah. share oh, this God. with the listening right. audience. I felt bad. I was like, I don't know if I should. Well, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. ask her. Yeah. Well, now fuck it. She don't care. She lives in her car and shits in like a Tupperware container. Yeah. <laughs> you really think she's that? You really think she's would be that upset? She's in France right now, actually. I guess so. She is one of those people you don't want to cross because she is she's a bit psychotic. Well, you don't you don't want her as an enemy. That's for yeah, sure. yeah. You know? So maybe maybe ask her permission. I'll ask her permission. Say hey, you know yeah. I have this sticker on YouTube page. Be supporting the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she would do it. All right, I'll ask her. Sick the sicker the better. So uh, yeah, I'm just cruising through Flint right now, motherfuckers. Everybody. So fucking lazy. Everybody gets all this free fucking water, but nobody knows how to put it in a trash can. So it's like fucking graffiti water bottle heaven in this bitch. Graffiti water bottle heaven. <laughs> Wait, so you get, I guess they get free bottle water. So yeah. They must just toss the bottles mm, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So, all right, man. Well, keep it real. Tell fucking nigga face to. I hope his butthole got healed up since he got out the joint. <laughs> Motherfucking faggot. Ooh, oh, damn. Keep it wrong. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, it's on. Oh, shit, he it's, just it's poured on. some gasoline on that fire. Oh, yeah. Wow. God damn, guys. God. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Jesus, some rubbing alcohol in those cold sores. Thank you for the uh, the update, Foot Nigga. We'll take those try to take those uh, suggestions to heart. Yeah, and, on, and I'm sorry, Foot yeah. I can't give you retarded Randy... What was it? Reverse Randy Newman's yeah. name. I don't even Backwards. know his real name. Yeah. So, you know, they, they, they leave that guy alone. Yeah. He's got enough issues just living. Yeah. <laughs> just life itself yeah, yeah. Is, is bad enough. So I, I, I focus on cleaning up those water bottles. I mean, every layer you discover about him, it gets worse and worse and worse. I know, he is a, like a Russian doll of just horribleness. Yeah. It's just, know? it's such a tragic comic, you know, mm. I mean, yeah. we find it comical, but it is mm. so tragic. Just yeah. his existence alone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, good to hear from you there, Flint nigga. And I'm interested to see how nigga face responds to that last comment. Me too. Sparking up that feud again. Anyway, people call Sick Wrong Hotline here. 323-522-4032. Uh, we got one email I'm going to read. Then we're going to get out of here because I'm going to go see Slayer. Mm. This comes in from uh, Chris mm. from Ontario. He says... To the dirty, Jewy Jujus that you are, hmm. if you represent your creed, you two have made me anti-Semitic. You and your people really are just terrible, terrible beings. 
The world would be a better place without you. Cheers. Mm. Chris from Ontario. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing there, Chris. Sincerely yours, Reinhard Heydrich. But keep in mind, if we weren't here, you wouldn't have this podcast. That's true. Depri- yeah. are, you, are you willing to deprive yourself of that yeah. hour and a half of pleasure every week? Mm. Probably not. Mm. You can thank the Jews for that. Um, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Uh, just subscribe, you didn't rate, give any comment. examples, though, you know, as to of what? why we're so bad. Yeah, I think it's just in general. Okay. Right. I don't even know if he's talking about just us or just mm. Jews. Okay. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand the, you know, the basic impulse, you know, the, 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 towards that. Do you think Chris from Ontario is actually Mel Gibson? Yeah. And that's his pseudonym? I think so, yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We do appreciate that. You know, it's been a while since I've uh, looked at our rankings because I don't want to get so depressed <laughs> yeah. and cry myself to sleep. But every time you subscribe and you, you rate the show and you yeah. download a show, we, it boosts us. So we, yeah. That's helpful. Uh, also, I have finally actually uh, made some shirts on the Redbubble store. So I'm going to post a link to it in our sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store page. But right now, if you go to the store page, you click on the Charles Manson Cafe Press um, ad that I have at the bottom of the page. He'll take you to the Red Bubble store. Oh, yeah. So just go click on Charles Manson. You'll get taken to the Red mm. Bubble store. We have three designs that are currently available. So, um, yeah, support the show. Wear uh, some sick and wrong colors. And uh, here, song, sick and wrong song of the week. Um, I'm going to actually, I picked this song out because uh, I saw this band last night. Uh, you ever listen to Cro-Mags? No. New York hardcore. Classic New York hardcore. John Joseph. Great, great, great band. One of my favorite hardcore bands from that time. But like sick of it all. Uh, Agnostic Front, Crow Mags. John Joseph's in a new band called Blood Clot. And uh, it's also featuring uh, Nick Oliveri, who used to be in Queens of Stone Age. And uh, what's his name? Joe Castillo that was in uh, Danzig. Um, but yeah, it's a great band. And uh, he's the lead singer. And they played last night with Negative Approach and Nails. It's a damn fine show. So anyway, we're going to end the show here with a song called Slow Kill Genocide. Uh, from their new album, Up in Arms. Hmm. Uh, People will be back next week with episode 596. Until then, take it sleazy.
describe a typical Slayer fan? Slayer fan. A typical. A guy just would literally out of nowhere just yell, Slayer! And, you know, just, uh, and go and, uh, and, you know, and, and when you see a friend walking down the street and you see that guy's wearing a Slayer shirt too, you know, you can literally, you, you know, you know, you can deal, you know. You know what? You know that you're thinking, you know, you know.